Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Beyond the Roll. I am your Dungeon Master, Jesse, and we are once again here to break down the Denny's of D&D podcast. You only go there when you run out of all other options. This is Behold the Roll, the breakdown. And we are here with, of course, Jimmy Gledhill. Hey, it's Jim Gledhill. Yeah, I don't know why I called you Jimmy. We're going back 10 years. We also have Joe Pinkham. What is up? And Zach Ledford. Hello there, young chaps. Mm-hmm. And non-chaps. And all the others. Anyone hello in general. Yeah. <laughs> could have just said hello. Could have just said hello. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we just got done recording um, potentially one of the wildest <laughs> sessions, at least in yeah. recent memory. Um, yeah, I guess all in all, what do you guys think? I, I was having a ball, but who knows what you guys were feeling it was all right yeah i fucking hated the episode solid three out of ten uh i mean maybe a two no it was good man it was good (laughs) we were the dice were rolling for me tonight i was i had three nat 20s and two nat ones what about our attitudes (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot to unpack yeah i mean start with I, I can't say that I'm surprised about uh, Lorcan showing an attitude, but yeah, I don't know where the attitude for Silas came. You know, I kind of in my head, it it's been I. Whew, let me start that. <laughs> I don't know where the attitude came for Silas, but I like to think that he's been cooped up in his house the last four years, so he's let it a. Ready to let wild a little bit. Silas you know? is kind of growing a little bit of an attitude as he hangs yeah. out more with Lorcan. <laughs> yeah, it's rubbing off on him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like Wolf and Lorcan are his two parents. Like, the respectful side, you know, Sir Mayhem comes from Wolf, and then just the wild side comes from Lorcan. It is funny because when you and Wolf go and do things, you are very, like, yeah. patient and tolerant. And then once um, <laughs> Lorcan shows up, you're like, yeah, eat shit, Derek. <laughs> True. Yeah, fucking getting high this episode. Yeah. All right. Can, can we talk about like the biggest thing that happened on this episode? Sure. Wolf got Wolf got hit. <laughs> Dude, <True>. for real. <laughs> yeah. Wolf like, got hit and knocked on his hit. ass again. Fucking knock it, rocking that twenty nine AC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that is a hundred and fourteen to be hit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess we could start there. What'd you guys think of the fight? Um, this is my first time doing like lair actions. I guess we did like minimal things with like the ship moving and stuff like that. But like lair mm-hmm. actions is something I've always found interesting because it's like something to switch up the combat without mm-hmm. adding like a million different enemies. But and especially it's hard with like the one, you know, anytime it's three against one, you kind of need those layer actions or i don't know those spikes alone but they hit hard dude the the thing that i based them off of was actually a manticore Mm -hmm. and i um updated the stats like a little bit or whatever just to make it like slightly different Mm -hmm. but the majority of the stat block that i used was the manticore um so that's where like the tail spike shooting and stuff came from because i was like ooh, that's rad and yeah they they when they hit they hit and each spike, I think, did one D8 plus three or five or something. And they were rolling mm-hmm. high every time. Well, he crit on one of them, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, but um, disadvantage oh, by Mr. Right. Joe yeah. over there. 
Yeah. Dude, Don't forget about the uh, big toe here. <laughs> yeah, true. But um, before we get too far off of it, Joe, with his protection stats and stuff like that causing disadvantage, I think this mm-hmm. is the second or third time that he's deflected a nat 20. Dude, oh, yeah. I think I would have been dead if he didn't do that because I was down yeah. to five at the end of that fight. You, I think you definitely would have because that was the first time that you were getting hit and they rolled, I think, an eight and a seven on their D8s. So whichever one that was, it would have been doubled. And honestly, I uh, I wish I did one. I wish I did my reaction. Um, I have a reaction called Fade Away. Oh yeah. yeah. And after he gets hit, after I get hit, I can go invisible. Oh, or, interesting. Until, until my next turn, but I didn't read it until after. I, I oh, that sucks about that. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. you telling me about that because I'm an idiot. But that does sound rad. Maybe yeah, I completely, f- I completely forgot about it, and then, uh, like I said, I read about it after, and it just never really came up again mm-hmm. where it made sense. So, were you? Because um, even though that thing hit hard, I I feel like we held our own pretty pretty well. I mean, it took us a couple of rounds of combat, but we did some good damage to it. We us. hit real hard. We were The first hot. round of combat was wild, because yeah. Lorcan did so much with his magic missiles, mm-hmm. and then you came in and <laughs> killed them with... Um, 33 points of Yeah, damage. with your Hexblade and mm-hmm. um, your Scorching Rain, stuff like that. And then Wolf did, like, nine points of damage or something, <laughs> which, it, it's, well, I mean, like, <clears> logistically, <throat> though, it sounds low yeah, because he, of you he guys' did, he did five damage, actually. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, credit. <laughs> sorry, but like yeah. you guys, fuck, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, eat shit wolf. <laughs> it's funny because I did 16 with my second level um, magic missile and I did like 12 to 14. I think I did 14 with my first level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that second magic missile I rolled super hot. Yeah, I was like slightly worried when I was reading the stats, but I was like, you know what? They always end up doing better than I think they are. So like, we're going to give them an actual challenge because I did have a little bit of a buffer of having the other orcs there and stuff like that. So like worst case scenario, you probably wouldn't have died, died, even if you all went down. And um, but after that first round of combat, because the thing, it hits hard and it had like a decent amount of HP, Mm -hmm. but it's AC was only like 15 i think yeah yeah um and i think you guys only missed it once because joe rolled a 14 um on his action surge yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh that did suck that sucks. That's disappointing but um but yeah they could they could do some damage because they can shoot they get three attacks so they get a bite attack a claw attack or their tail spike attack or a tail like trip attack Sweet. or whatever yeah um and so I was like, oh, you know, if because uh, what happened was what I assumed and Joe ended up getting up into the fray. And um, I was like, if Joe keeps going up there, he's just going to keep getting like knocked down and this thing's going to get advantage on him. So he might actually get hit. Mm-hmm. And that at least happened. And um, I was I thought there was a good chance that. Uh, one of you guys were going to go down when the tail exploded because it was like a range a thing worried. based off dexterity. And I knew some of you were hurt pretty good. So 
No, I was worried for sure on mm-hmm. that one. But, I, but forgot um, to, I forgot to mention it in the episode, so it doesn't really matter that much because it didn't affect me really. Um, but just so nobody thinks I'm like cheating, if anybody pays attention to that behind the scenes stuff, um, that Hexblade curse thing that I did, when a mm-hmm. creature dies, I gain 5 HP if it dies. So I forgot to mention it during the episode, but I did heal for 5 HP just so you know. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I just figured I'd let you know. When I remembered to actually do it, it was way too much later to even... Yeah, I mean, whatever. (laughs) But that's kind of sick. I forgot that Hexblade did that. Is it always five points, or is it... It is five, but... um, Yeah, I mean, there's two different things, because you can get a first-level spell called Hex, and then there's the Hexblade Curse, which is just an ability that that Warlock gets, and I get... Plus two damage anytime I hit. Um, I crit on 19 and 20, and I regain five HP if it dies, and I can use it once per short rest. So does that ever go up? Didn't say that it does. Oh, yeah, that's kind of sick though. That's yeah. Dope. I mean, even just the plus two damage and crit on 19. And oh 20, yeah. So speaking of, you learned um, yeah. your sword does a D4 of fire damage on your first yeah. turn if you I hit. Love, I love me some goodies. So thank you. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. No, I do um, like that. But yeah, so... Yeah, no, the battle went a lot better than I expected it to, mm-hmm. but it also kind of went the way I thought it might, where I knew if you guys won, you were going to have like a round of massive damage, mm-hmm. and I it figured felt, it wasn't going to be... It felt high stakes, but it didn't feel impossible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I think... I think if you guys had a worse starting round, mm-hmm. it would have been a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we had a really, terrifying. really, we had a really good, good round. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how you resolved their fight too. Like you didn't bog down our combat with like us finding out, you know, like taking turns. Okay, the two orcs attack and hit, mm-hmm. and the spider. You know, just after the battle, we rolled kind of like death saving throws, and mm-hmm. um, I thought that was fun. No, that was cool. That was a cool idea. Yeah, no, I um, I I like that style of when mm-hmm. there's other people in your party. Like, obviously, sometimes if you're all facing the same thing or if it mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to, but I like having almost like a cut screen version of mm-hmm. what's going on. And I was just trying to think of a way to make it more fun than the... Um, like, roll a d20 and we'll see how they're... Mm-hmm. you know fairing also, over there i also really like the idea of like you know if we had gotten those three fails it just you know it doesn't mean that they're dead but like you know that could have changed everything completely if they're you know both knocked down and things are super dire like mm-hmm. that fight could have just seemed way way worse yeah what we would have done is um it would actually be kind of terrifying for you guys <laughs> um because the spider boar had um 100 hp exactly i think mm-hmm. um so i was gonna have you get if they were both knocked down i was gonna have one person roll a d100 and that's how much damage it would have taken Ooh. so you could have gotten into that fight with it taking like five points of damage or something uh-huh. and having to fight an entire second one I mean, um luckily, but you also could have healed the, in there right you guys also could have healed like the orcs and you could have done a lot of things so yeah. mm-hmm. i wasn't that worried about it but no, I'm glad. I think that fight was probably 
I liked the um, boat fight, but it did end up getting like slightly confusing just with movement and stuff like that. But I think as far as like an actual fight, this is probably my favorite ones you guys have gotten into mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, it wasn't overly complicated, but it was. Uh, it was. It was. It was a. The was effects a were cool. Yeah. It, I think it's one of the best visuals I've had for a fight. Like I could picture like the small like caverns and stuff like that and you guys like fighting this thing. It felt like pretty classic D&D for a lack of better way yeah. of describing it. I think it also makes it easier like now that we've been through a few different types of fights like you know what we can do and how to plan for you know like you just know like what we can do and what we're capable of. So I feel like it makes it a little bit easier to plan, mm-hmm. you know, or try things, you know, the Despite only thing I was... really outlined how little damage spells I have. <laughs> yeah. I've, I was thinking that because I think all I've seen you cast period. I have like two. And firebolt. Yeah. I have like two damage spells. Everything else is like super situational and never comes mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This fight kind of showed me, how little damage wolf does too yeah we're gonna have to figure uh, out a way to buff you to get you as good at doing damage as you can although your stuff's like protection based so yeah i was gonna say that part of that is probably what he picked yeah it definitely is Mm -hmm. right so like i'm more of a you i mean he saved my ass so Mm -hmm. like utility and healing you guys work together though because going into the fight i was slightly worried because part of Obviously, if we were playing like a home game, it would be slightly different, but I try to do this in home games too. But I try to make the fights funny too. Mm-hmm. And I was worried having one enemy that doesn't talk. I was like, I don't know how we're going to mm-hmm. make this funny, but you guys were like so on that you were bantering with each other. Yep. And I think having like the rocks fall and stuff like that ended up helping keep that role play going. But uh, I like that it didn't drag on, but I also liked that everybody was like on you know yeah, we were no, different we were points. hot today mm-hmm. yep um but yeah so you guys did that and then you had a little bit of a tense stare down with the horse what do you guys think about i guess the majority of the second half is all kind of one thing so what do you, what are you guys' thoughts on everything that you learned obviously there was a lot going on and i'm sure you have follow-up questions for the next session but yeah rock's a fucking man (laughs) i love rock i'm kind of sad because i didn't realize it till too late that i made rock and demu talk very similar yeah Um, but rock 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 handles it better mm -hmm. rock's a sweet name yeah he's one of my i took him from you jim i had a feeling as soon as you said it and he was an orc and i was like he's he's an ode to you Anybody I like wondering, I had my one of my first characters was uh half orc barbarian. Wasn't his name Mud? No, it was Rock. Oh, was it Rock? Swole was Mud. Yep. Mud, yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. That was the first time Swole played and he made a druid, but he didn't understand what D&D was, so I told him druids love the land, so he named his character Mud <laughs> and he right. loved Mud. <laughs> and he just went around like collecting mud and talking about how much he loved mud (laughs) (laughs) and that is the best character any of us have ever come up with yeah i mean it doesn't get any better than that frankly (laughs) um but yeah do you guys have any thoughts on it's so hard like when you first meet new people like 
trying to get a vibe on if you can trust them and whatnot, especially, mm-hmm. especially, I don't know. I feel like we instantly trusted them. And then I was like, wait a minute. Ooh. I didn't even do an insight or anything. Can we? I kind of like when you guys don't do insights. <laughs> like, obviously I don't want to tell you how to play, but I do think it's fun when obviously if, if somebody gives you something that makes you suspicious, mm-hmm. then like I'm a big insight check person, but obviously if you went around insight checking literally yeah. every single person you interacted with, it would get kind of boring after a while. Yeah. Um, but I think you guys I, did fine because you guys had your whole interaction. They talked and eventually it, it, you guys have never met an NPC like this either where they didn't trust you. Mm-hmm. And so when you guys were being super vague, they're like, all right, fucking die in this cave. We're out of here. Like, yeah, this is, uh, I'll wait. And I want to jump ahead just a little bit. So, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> no, go. I, I love, we're going to be does. super loose with this because it's like, there's no point of breaking it down like scene yeah. by scene. The next the one I want to talk truth. about, the Zone of Truth was great. Just like Silas and Lorcan just being like, yeah, watch out <laughs> of the lie. Yeah, I liked how um, terrified of the Zone of Truth you guys were at first when I told you to make charisma saves. Mm-hmm. Because like anytime you get told to do something when an NPC does something, it mm-hmm. makes you feel like you're being attacked. Uh-huh. Yeah. So not to... Oh, uh, not to out myself or anything like that, but uh, charisma saves are not at my strong suit. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> neg- negative two to that. So yeah, me I figured on the other hand, charisma is my best saving throw. <laughs> we said it in the episode, and they actually—I um, think they talk about it in Adventure Zone. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I love the stereotype of when somebody fails zone of truth and somebody passes the person that passed just tries to lie. Uh-huh. Like no matter, even if you're not trying to gain anything, it's just like yeah. an impulse. That's like, I didn't the, fail the spell. So now I have to lie about yeah. literally everything. I just I like also, how me and him lied real bad. Yeah. It, and I mean, it was kind of like not, I mean, it was kind of metagamey, but I was just, you know, trying to be dumb by being like pretending to lie really bad and like, winking at wolf and you know things like that i just really liked that you like zach said that you guys were lying in different ways mm-hmm. like lorcan was like what what's that treasure again and you're like yeah we're here for the treasure and <laughs> eventually they were just like only talking to wolf because he yep. knew that he failed the pass but yeah uh, oh i loved it we yeah. got we got a. Uh... Okay. Speaking of like, I don't know when kind of you when Jimmy mentioned metagaming, like when you like li- just listening to the whole conversations like that was happening between the orcs, like I didn't as a as a person, I didn't feel a need for whatever reason to make an insight check on them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that was a mistake because Wolf's fairly cautious in general, so like you, he's more of like a listener and like a cautious, but like me as a person. I didn't sense anything amiss with the way you were speaking or like everything that you were saying as a character is like, mm-hmm. didn't strike me as having a hidden meaning or like as dishonest. So like, I guess yeah. that's why I didn't make it original insight check, but that was more of a, a muck up on my part. I mean, genuinely, like I don't want to discourage you guys from doing anything that you want to do, like play your characters the way that you want to mm-hmm. play your characters. It's just something that I fell into when I first started D and D because I was very metagamey. I was like, oh, there's this like tool that will tell me if people are lying to me. 
So right. every time I'd talk to somebody, I'm like, insight check. Let me know if this shopkeeper is going to try to kill me. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. it also it also could work out because like I mean we just got out of the heat of battle with this like crazy monster thing that we have no idea where we are. Like it might have just been one of those. You know, Wolf was just you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Caught off guard, I guess, and just you know not fully aware of the surroundings or you know trying to read into the people. Right. Yeah, I mean, not only that, but like you guys have really only either run into idiots or shitbags. Uh-huh. It's one or the other. And uh-huh. these were the first people that were like actual competent people that when you guys were just fucking around, they were like, all right, we're going to leave. And mm-hmm. I'm sure Wolf, like after hanging out with you two for so long, was like, all right, these people seem to at least know what's going on. So, <laughs> right. oh. Yeah. Yeah, but then they got us all high and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really like the... In my head, because I'm not very good with visual stuff. Like, you guys say that you like some of it. But, like, to me, I've always had trouble picturing things. But for some reason, I can just picture it really well. You guys emerging from the woods and there being this, like, little civilization of yeah. portals and these brightly colored orcs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, um, it was good. But I don't know. I thought that was fun. And then yet they got you real high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Silas's first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I actually have, I, there's something important I wanted to bring up. Uh, hold on. Sure, I, I, sure. I wrote a note about it. Oh God. Must be important. Um, Must be something about Johnny Flame. So who the <laughs> fuck knew fantasy chicken was lactose? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently you, because yeah. <laughs> you're the one that brought it up. <laughs> my yeah, that, oh, my, big pop for uh, that whole thing where I'm just like, yeah, I go grab a piece of fancy chicken, and he's just like, oh, now I have to start everything over. <laughs> oh man, that was I awesome. Love that. If I was better at editing, I would just like copy and paste the original scene and then and like fast forward it. it so it like sounds like you guys are. Yes. Yeah. As soon as you told me that, I was like, oh, I know I'm going to interrupt it again one more time. I, I, was, but I, I thought was like, for sure Lorcan was going to walk out immediately. <laughs> well, I was like, I don't, like, you got into it. so And I was like, I'm not going to do it immediately, like, in the middle of this actual, like, you know, mm-hmm. story part. So I was like, I'll just do it stupidly, like, towards the end or whatever. Yeah. Again, as a joke. But, um, no, I really I really liked that. that. That was a scene that I could kind of picture was us all um you know the smoke just showing us this whole story and mm-hmm. I, I love some good like exposition or story time with not just a character telling us so mm-hmm. that was a fun yeah that's something that i out. straight up just stole from uh murph from mm-hmm. <laughs> not another D because i've always struggled with like telling lore mm-hmm. and he plays off like flashbacks and like these kind of video-ish things. And I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. So I think I um, did that. Remember in our home game when I was campaigning and you guys met DJ's character for the first time and I had a bunch of flashbacks in the pot of smoke or whatever. Like it was a Yeah, big... it was that chick, right? In the mm-hmm. uh... It was a witch, yeah. Yeah. Who was secretly into DJ's character, but she was like ninety five years old. Oh yeah, didn't they bang? Didn't somebody yeah. do an insight? Yeah, you guys said <laughs> that they did. But anyways, that's another here and over there. <laughs> <laughs> no no. <laughs> did they bang or not? <laughs> you heard it here first. They banged. Hell they yeah. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not good at writing things ahead of time. So I had this like lore prepped out about like what happened. Do you guys, obviously it's told from somebody that's just like, these stories have been like passed down and things Mm -hmm. like that. Do you guys like slightly understand the gimmick of the Dwarders and stuff? I think so. So can I try to give a, like a, or if somebody else wants to, but like a quick synopsis of what they said or. Yeah. So from what I understand, um, the island is moving. Um, it's kind of like it, the island is like the back of a like dragon turtle or something, mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Um, yeah, they, they yeah they said it was like a dragon turtle whale, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't write whale for some reason. I wrote yeah. a slash, but then never wrote whale. Um, nice. <laughs> and then the tribe of orcs used to live in the square. Is that the Oze or the Ozai tribe? Because you mentioned yes. that name later, but. Okay. Yep, they're, they're the Ozai tribe, is the brightly colored orcs. And then many years ago, another ship crashed full of dark treasure. Um, the only thing I didn't really understand was the fallen angel deity part, but at that point I was trying to write a bunch of notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wrote about the three Dwarger brothers. Um, they didn't want to split the treasure once they found it, so Cleve killed the two other brothers. Um, and that's actually all I wrote down. Oh, and I wrote their names, Cleve, Morgul, and Krell. Yeah, so basically, that's pretty much the mm-hmm. gimmick of it. Um, you guys don't know the full story, obviously, but this is yeah. what's like been passed down, and there's there's debate on like who the I don't even know what to call them, who the like quote unquote like fallen deity slash because deities aren't all good. Yeah, like, I don't know if in context that comes through or not, but like deity just means somebody that has ascended to having. Mm-hmm that power or whatever. Um, so there's like rumors on who the deity is and it's not like quite sure or whatever, but basically the D and D or not D and D the deity made like a, like deal with these dwargers that if they find the treasure or whatever, they can mm-hmm. um, keep it. But the treasure was like scattered in the crash and stuff like that. And the, inside of this mountain is like very very cavernous so basically they've been like spending all this time having to collect every single piece of the treasure to fulfill their promise to the Mm -hmm. deity but he also cursed them so when they there was like rumors of like foul play and stuff like that and this deity like telling certain ones things to instill like paranoia and things like that so basically cleave got paranoid whether it was true or not that his other two brothers were conspiring against him to kill him so they could split the treasure two ways instead of three. So mm-hmm. he ended up killing them. And mm-hmm. so he's been traveling this mountain looking for the treasure like by himself. And like the curse on them is like keep. So did you uh, did you say that anyone who dies on the island turns into a giant or just the, the brothers turned into a giant because of the curse? The brothers. Okay. Yep. But you guys will learn more about that, obviously, as what? things go on. But No way. I thought that was going to be it. That is it. <laughs> the ship's yeah, actually fixed now. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you guys had the uh, the big ending of mm-hmm. um, learning that the orc escaped and attacked Sidroy and left. Yeah. Well, and I we should have some... killed her. Something was going to happen. I knew something was going to 
happened with Sid Roy once they like, because I think we said his name and they were like, wait, mm-hmm. what'd you say? So I was, there was a couple times that happened because when you mentioned Torbera, they were very like interested mm-hmm. in the, in what I mean, you had to say about it. Who wouldn't be, you know? True, true. Mm-hmm. But so just to, uh, another question you, I know you mentioned a war between the, uh, the people on the Island and was it a war against just those three brothers or was there more? Um, it, it, as far as you know, it was just the three brothers. Okay. Uh, but they, they're not like a, the turtles aren't like a, um, war based clan. Like their right. tribe is more peace and druidy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when the Dwargers showed up, it was basically like, we want this land and you are in our way. And so they basically like tried to, um, extinguish all these turtles and the Ozai tribe helped the turtles and that's how they ended up kind of meshing together. Exactly. Maybe you uh, don't want to tell this on a beyond the role and you want it to happen in the actual episode, but so and maybe you already said this, but um, were Grawl and Rock, are they part of the original Ozai tribe or? Not the original there. Um, the turtles last a lot longer and the Ozai are, uh, like, they are a tribe, but it's also, like, technically a race. So it's, mm-hmm. like, this um, type of orc, this, like, smaller, it's almost like, you know, animals that have, like, different. Sort of like they adapted to their environment. Exactly. Like a Komodo dragon still a lizard, but it's not like a, <laughs> you know chameleon or whatever so it's like yeah kind of but like and i guess it's the same with everything you know there's like dwargers are a type of dwarf Mm -hmm. and um like yeah yeah it's like a subclass pretty much i guess is a better way of putting it but um so they're not like the first of their kind Mm -hmm. but they are like of this subclass of yeah okay yeah, that's that's where I was getting at. I didn't. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that they were like the originals, but correct, correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, let's see. I. That's all I have for notes. So now we're going off the cuff. Hell yeah. So I love the fact that there's much more uncharted stuff in Omergia that's maybe being either kept secret or just not explored. Mm-hmm. It also kind of makes me wonder, like at least based off of how it was told to us from the perspective of the tur- the turtle, it sounds like they're either trying, they're trying to keep it hidden or they know more than they're saying about like that lands outside of the square and stuff like that. So it's interesting to me to see what information is being withheld. That's kind of how Damu was um, explaining it to you guys too, is that there's a lot of, they don't want to send people out because they want people, you know, staying in the square and contributing and Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. they don't necessarily want people adventuring out too far and um, finding different things and whatnot. This is something that, Oh God, I think we talked about it briefly in either the character rolling session or one of the first few episodes, but yeah. If we haven't actually mentioned it on microphone, then this is a beyond the role exclusive. But um, Whitehaven is actually what the newest part of the square. So originally it was only three. 
It was Ashbourne, um, Evermore, and Wakefield. And Whitehaven was more recently discovered because the byway is that river that runs from the Iceland's all the way through the entirety of the map. Mm -hmm. So people didn't even travel the length of that like little thing that is connected with a bridge until Uh... like fairly recently. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So people don't really go very far. You guys know from the map and things like that, there's the two islands Mm -hmm. that um, Evermore owns. It's the two schools of Magella and Arcano. And then there is the mystery island that's like semi away from them that has like the magical force field that surrounds it. That's known as the sanctuary, I believe it's called. Um, but other than that, you guys don't know much about quote unquote uncharted territory. Like it's everything that's connected to what you know of Omersia. And then after that, it's like a mystery, but everybody just pretends that Omersia is this square with like the things that they know. Mm-hmm. I want to see what um, that whole tribe's issue is with um, Sidroy in particular mm. Sidroy, like not, not Johnny Flame or anything. <laughs> well, not right, but yes, but it's, it's interesting. Like at least what I, I guess to word that better is taking his personality into account. It's <laughs> I can think of many things would be a better yeah. way to say it. Yeah. Well, I also mean, you the guys... fact that Sidroy knew them too right. yeah. is pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. And you guys did also learn that, um, these people have attempted to converse with people from the square. Again, maybe this is giving too much away, but they told you that people have attempted to converse with the square. Mm-hmm. And yet it's not common knowledge that this Island exists. So it's, that's true. I didn't think about that. So it's strange that people wouldn't be like, like this isn't on maps or anything. And like, you two mm-hmm. being from Evermore, this isn't something that you've been told about, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Well, also, on our way out of uh, Evermore, and we, like, came across this island, you know, Sidroy never said anything about it existing. Mm-hmm. That's so. true. I didn't yep. think of that, yeah. There's a lot of interesting things that are to be also, learned, I think. Bright Strike, the fact that I don't know it is just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, straight up, though, like you being a Bright Strike and knowing these islands, like that shows you how much because you're a teacher. So Mm -hmm. that shows you how much they are either. Yeah, either. And who knows? They didn't say what extent they've talked to people. They didn't say when they talk to people like you don't know any of the timeline or anything like that. So there's all kinds of things that could explain as to why people don't talk about this island or whatever but you know Mm -hmm. that's all you guys got um me being the world's biggest ocean nerd i'm gonna pop for myself for the first time i absolutely love and am terrified of the idea that this dragon turtle whale exists Mm -hmm. and they talked about the fact that it has to battle things very rarely yeah um, and it's like the sea leviathan or something you're talking yeah about? like whatever is fucking fighting this turtle mm-hmm. is 
terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll, maybe an adventure will come across to that someday. That's definitely nothing possible. a bright strike can't handle. That's true. <laughs> oh man, um, do you guys have any other questions or theories or things to ask each other before we move on to a couple questions? We um, leveled up, right? Level, what? We're level twelve, right now. Uh no, you're not. Damn it! All right, six. Uh no, I, I believe you're level four. <laughs> but after this episode, six. Uh, after this episode, you're actually all level four. Wow! Yeah, guys. <laughs> so Damn I'm kind of curious. I wonder if uh, that evil deity is one and the same as the one that's uh, the dark one with us, or if it's oh, the dark one. one. Yeah, or if it's something connected is... or similar, or if they're just completely different. That did cross my mind, but I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, we don't. So, what about this treasure? Are we going to go get it? (laughs) Well, you did find it, right? What would have happened if we decided to go after this treasure? Uh, I mean, you would have just been dead, searching through the caves. I would imagine because they wouldn't have told you any of the information, so you wouldn't Mm. know what you were looking for. Um, well, I was just like, in terms of being dead, what have we come across one of those three brothers? So the way that they explained it to you, and there's some stuff that you guys still don't know or whatever, but you can assume that the thudding you heard were these giant dwargers that were mm-hmm. um, thudding around. And uh, they seemed very put off by a lot of the stuff Joe was saying. <laughs> And they were very afraid of these caves. So, mm-hmm. oh, it, it I can would... imagine like if if they're if they're out trudging around during the during the night, where are they going to go during the day if not underground? Mm-hmm. Possibly. And not only that, but not to give away too much stuff. But you guys are literally you went in this like small little um, opening that you found and went down like fifteen feet or something. I can't remember how far I said it went down. Uh, but you can assume. You are near like the you saw how far down it went as Lorcan. So you would imagine that the further you go down, it almost works like the ocean where yeah. there's going to be weirder and weirder things <laughs> creeping around. Mm-hmm. Didn't you also say, oh, not that Wolf would know this, but didn't you say that like at the very bottom, there's like a uh, a door or an entrance or something? At the very bottom. At the of the very bottom. Ah, uh, you guys didn't see the very bottom. I don't believe. I was say I don't remember anything about this. Oh, maybe not. I thought uh, one of them looked down and saw something, but maybe not. Um. No, because I think Lorkin got a. If I remember correctly, because we haven't edited that episode yet, but Ork Lorkin, I think, got a nat twenty, and so he mm-hmm. saw all the bridges and all the like openings in the like sides of the this cave wall and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But even with a nat 20, he could not see the bottom. Mm. Okay. I wonder where that came from. You, you know, there was a whole different world where we took the spider climb potions and just crawled down there and figure out what's down there. Uh, Wolf has 
The scroll of spider climb. That's what I meant to say. Sorry, not potion scroll. Oh, oh. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we definitely could have gone and explored. <laughs> I don't know that our heat resistance would have been good enough. It's possible, but I don't know. It was already very Fuck hot it. in there, so. Yeah, mm. I'm a bright strike. But yeah. Um, cool. Anything else anybody wants to predict or talk about or anything like I'm, that? I'm feeling very conflicted as if like because obviously i don't know what um we don't know what like sid roy and these people's deal are but i i don't know if this tribe is like i feel like it could be one of those things where like they're very neutral like they may not be good people but they're not it's they're not like evil per se you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i feel like they they could have their very their own agenda that maybe that we're not going to end up agreeing with, but that doesn't mean we can't work together. And that's just well, off I, of a win. That's off of nothing. So, I think there's a telltale sign to support that. I mean, the fact that yeah. Rock and Granola are together yeah. and siblings. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. Man, I wish the audience could see Jesse's face right now. He's just like, I fucking hate this podcast. <laughs> I, I did like when you when you all got high and uh, Rock kept trying to turn down Lorcan saying that he was taken and then <laughs> yeah. there's just that, that small moment. Um, I, I think I love you guys. And Lorcan's immediately like, oh, I love you too. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but mm-hmm. all right. Um, let's do a D and D question. I have Ooh, one D&D. more question before that. Yes, absolutely. That is still technically a D and D question. And this, this might be far reaching, but now I'm seeing that there's like three Dorgers that are serving something. And it's, if, again, take this with a huge chunk of salt because my memory's shit. But it's also very possible that if I remember correctly that, that Nico was also serving someone and he's also a dwarf. So I'm wondering if there's a connection there or if it's just a pattern that has no consequence. Interesting. But. Interesting. It is an yeah. observation. I'm also just paranoid, like not paranoid, but I'm also now very curious to see what kind of information is being withheld about the places like underwater, like the far reaches and like other tribes and stuff. Yeah. I'm very curious. Well, that's the thing too, is like, cause we don't know like, like a lot about the dark one or anything like that. Like, so we don't really know like what his reach of power is. Like we don't know who, what his influences are, you know, or if, you know, like, Nico, or these people are being influenced by something else. Sanzac's shirt's coming off. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, damn. Yeah. <coughs> a lot Zach, of questions that, for sure. Zach, is, is that a Muppets tattoo? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, um, Bert. <laughs> not to, again, not to like get too deep into anything on the Beyonds, but um, no, hell, you guys do... You guys do know that there, because we went over, it's not a spoiler because we did go over this in either the um, character rolling or the first episode, but I don't remember now because we've done so much stuff. But you guys do know that the square is basically like where everybody resides in. And so like the Takari Highlands and Rockport and um, there are some places that aren't technically affiliated with the square, but that they're like cool with the kings and queens and like quote unquote governments and stuff like that. 
mm-hmm. um, but that it is very very frowned upon to go other places. Like Hog's Feet is the uh, is like purportedly extremely dangerous and stuff like that, and the um, the place where the summit is. Um, which is like a big, like deserty area or whatever. Like people don't go over there and they don't in the Iceland's like people don't go up there and they don't like tell people why they just tell people not to go to these places. And like the Mm -hmm. sanctuary that's like surrounded by this magical, like force field thing. Like that's been a thing that probably even Lorcan and his family have studied because it's people like, there's so many rumors of, what that island could be but like nobody knows for sure what it is and they like have these studies and stuff of like why there's this force field and what's in the force field and things of that nature so like the fact that the people of the square and even in general like when you guys found the king they told you not to say too much because they didn't want to worry the townsfolks and things like that so Mm -hmm. it's not completely shocking that these people aren't talking about this stuff because you get the feeling that they are very, we want to focus on the square and Mm -hmm. everything that's outside of that doesn't matter as long as we can keep the square safe. It's like they'll, they have their own agenda that they worry about. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's very much like, you know, yes, this stuff exists, but like Mm -hmm. we have it under control you yeah. worry about, you know, going to work at the shop. You worry about what we tell you to worry about. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Strange, right? Mm-hmm. What a world doesn't to live in. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't remind me of a damn thing. Nope. Yeah. Anyway, let's do it. Let's do some <laughs> D&D questions. <laughs> Yay. Um, this one we're not even going to roll for, but I just have to uh, throw it out there. Um, Jim. Yes. <laughs> uh, hold on, I gotta find their hat. Um, this is for me. Maple Dragoon. Yes, Maple okay. Dragoon on Twitter um, mm-hmm. would like it if we started calling you Jimmy Jam. Um, Ooh. Apparently, that's uh, they're from Australia and they're from the Reflex Save podcast. Yeah. Um, and it seemed pretty important to them, so I told them that I would bring it up and see if that I'm was something it. that you were into. You have all, all the Jimmy Jam. Yeah. I mean, you know, I like it. My, my wife um, has called me like Jim Jam for a while, like as a nickname. So I, yeah. I don't see why not Jimmy Jam. I, I like it. Rolls off the tongue. Hell yeah. You got a well, Jimmy Jam. That's uh, their name on Twitter is Maple Dragoon. And Super their cool, handle is at Syrup Night. If everybody wants to check them out, that's S Y R U P K N I G H T. Maple. Also, the Jimmy Reflex Jam. Save podcast is so good, dude. Reflex Save rocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially their first little beginning. Um... Yeah, they're what? Uh, Icewind Dale. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, who wants to roll for a question? Joe. Yeah. Okay. All cool. Right. Oh wait, Joe's I don't know why I said that. 
No, I lied. Everyone roll a d20. Shit, I put my dice away. Shit. Shit. Shit, man, shit. Lucky number. 12. 13. 11. Beautiful. All right. What'd you get, Jesse? Jim. (laughs) What'd you get, Jesse? Me? I got four. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Jesse. Can you send me the remaining questions? Yeah, I haven't deleted any of the other ones, but I'll tell you if we've already done it. That's fine. I gotta start a new list here soon. We have done a lot of them, so I am gonna have to curate it soon. Mm-hmm. Stu, what's been your favorite moment so far? We're we're almost ten episodes in. Let's let's do let's do something like that. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is by uh, Heroes Darkness. If you wanna pull them up, Jesse, to give them a shout out. Hell yeah. Yes. Heroes Darkness. Just like the Reflex Save and Maple Dragoon in general have been incredibly nice to us on Twitter. And they also have a podcast. Let me get them pulled up here, though. All right. So they are at the Hero Darkness on Twitter. That's at T H E H E R O Darkness. And um, like you, you should out go check the... them out. They're awesome. Shut spelled up. Spelled out the, but you just said darkness. Well, I thought at first it was going to be one of those weird things. <laughs> Regardless, uh, who wants to go first? I think whoever picks the question. Jim, you rolled the question, first. so you get to pick yeah. who goes first. Oh, I like that even better. Um, I'm going to go with Zach because he probably hasn't <laughs> even doesn't remember half the campaign. So we have a podcast. Zach's actually fully <laughs> caught up. I am yes. fully caught up. I, I nice. actually look forward to our own episodes coming. Yeah, but Zach is more caught up than Joe. Um, <laughs> this is still my favorite part, even even through all this. Uh, I've really enjoyed the last few episodes a lot. Um, but I love um, when you drew your Mesro. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and you, nice. uh, you had the gloves on and yeah. you just I, I i just love that part and then <laughs> um the entire interaction with uh choblin was, was nice. yeah that was <laughs> yeah choblin yep. you right you right i can't wait, wait to love get choblin. back to evermore yeah although <laughs> i'm really liking back. rock i'm really liking rock he might he might take choblin's spot if he Ooh. keeps it up see i'm a big fan of johnny flame Fuck him. He's a like Johnny Flame. Uh, I don't know if he's my favorite, but I mostly said it because I like to. I do it give Zach shit. He's gonna rue the day he That's turned fair. on me. Who? Uh, who next, Jim? Oh, I get to keep picking. Oh, uh, good idea. Zach gets to pick. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm super eager to hear what Joe has to say. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I will tell you what. I don't remember much. Uh... <laughs> wow. Excellent. Nice yeah, I guess my memory is my memory is absolute shit. Um, too bad we don't record this or anything. Mm, yeah, mm. it's not. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, I was like, it's too bad. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I can guarantee you, I'm gonna tell you one, and odds are, like an hour from now, I'm gonna think of something different and be like, "Oh no, that's my favorite." Can we splice it in? Same. Hey Jesse, can we edit this out? I'm, I'm... Uh, yeah, for sure. Excellent. Cool. <laughs> what are we what are we editing out? This whole uh bullshit interaction that let's I'm just loving. Let's so just much. edit out this beyond the roll and restart. <laughs> oh god. Um, let's hear it, Joe. 
So a thing that's sticking out to me at the moment, which is probably going to change by the end of this episode, is just Lorcan getting socked in the mouth. Ooh. <laughs> by <think>. Hendrix? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love that. Yikes. Done all I can do. I that was so funny, especially listening back to it, because like bef- until then, Lorcan has just been able to bully everybody, and then he walked up to this guard, and like Lorcan is a nobody, like he's the bright strike that couldn't cast magic and left for White uh, Whitehaven, and so this guard was just like, bam. <laughs> it's also funny because right. it's like it was one of those like moments where you as a player realize that there's uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Like something consequences for your actions. Like, you know, you were like, I get up in his face and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, that was the real, that was the first time I was like, Oh shit. Consequences. (laughs) Ooh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Everybody check out secrets and consequences. (laughs) Uh, Jim, go ahead. Can I pick two? Because Zach picked two. <laughs> Unlike you, I don't ask permission. <laughs> okay. Um, I really enjoyed... Uh... Okay. Um, so my favorite part is um, probably pretty much the whole entirety of episode five because it kind of played into what I was doing for Silas at the time of trying to, you know, like hide who he was and um, the whole disguise self thing. So then like being interrogated by you know the people um, I, i'm forgetting their names right off the top of my head um and like the princess and just no um the the people that were um johnny flames boss oh, oh like the, yeah the goblin um, the something of yeah. lathander um the shadows of lathander thank you i couldn't think of i it think it's shrex is it no yeah i could look through my notes shrex but... Chirax, that sounds right. That does sound right. Um, yeah, so I really enjoyed that part, um, just because of the like trying to be deceitful and. Um, that episode was very Silas. Yeah. yeah, that was a really that was good. Um, I also really just enjoyed. Um, this one's kind of lesser, but I really enjoyed finding the sword because I had no idea what um, Jesse was going to do. Um, I just told him what I wanted to do. I was going to go Warlock Hexblade. And was like he said he would handle it, so it was fun to kind of figure all that stuff out. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I had to pick a, oh sorry, legit... I didn't. Ex- I didn't ask you to go next. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, I think if I had to pick an absolute favorite moment, I would probably pick the entire Mesro interaction, just because of how mm-hmm. into it all of you were. Um, but I wanted to pick something that nobody else did. So I think the moment that I would pick that nobody's talked about would probably be the, um, end of chapter three B where you guys have that Mm. like religious experience cleaning up the Straven Mm -hmm. cave. Uh, just because that was our first favorite moment of the podcast. That was when we were all like. Hell yeah, playing some D and D now, <laughs> and we were all like so hype after that recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would probably be it as of right now. But I've really been enjoying this little island excursion. So me too. Yeah, yeah. It's honestly like if you ask me later after we've done this whole island thing, 
mm-hmm. it'll be hard not to pick the island so far. Mm-hmm. I, I just sure. think it's fun that we're starting to get it's starting to get to that D and D point where you guys are getting so much lore about so many things that like you guys were talking about earlier, it's hard to decide what's tied together and what is mm-hmm. like its own lore. And that's my favorite part of D and D. What was I going to say? I forgot. I All did right. remember something. What's that? That'll take two seconds. But I think since most others gave two, the other favorite part was when uh, I tried to take Jimmy's or uh, Silas's other sword and <laughs> yes. uh, attacked me. Yes. I loved that too because you were both so thrown off. Yeah, I was not expecting it. Even well, I, I should have. The funniest thing is, is like I named it the opportunistic sword, mm-hmm. and you rolled in that one, and I told you that Twice. it was the the only time that was based on rolls mm-hmm. and nobody ever really questioned why it was a nat one weapon. I see my thought. I was like, well, he gave me a sword because I'm not proficient in swords. So it's just a useless weapon that I can't oh, use was fair. what I thought. I didn't even think that it would be cursed or anything. I just thought it was more like, here's a useless item you can't use. That's funny. So I was like, Oh, I'll give it to Joe. He can use it. <laughs> Joe specifically, not Wolf. Correct, correct. Joe actually has a sword yeah. right now. Yes. Oh, yes. God, Joe, you've been decapitated. No. Oh, God, Joe, you're not trained. Oh, boy. What? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, well, anything else anybody's got? I got one more thing. Okay. When I uh, almost gave away Silas's <laughs> identity. Oh my god, I just listened to that again the other day, oh and it's god. still so fucking funny. I can't the, wait uh, to hear it again. That like, so half, f- I didn't even like initially mean to do that, no, it just, but then it just turned into a running it was joke. Just, it was just Zach forgetting. Like The funniest <laughs> part was Jimmy in the background, because we're all laughing hysterically, so it's hard to hear him, but Jimmy's in the background just going, really? Really, Zach? <laughs> yeah. And then I just keep doing it. (laughs) Well, then it was became a running joke because that when you talk to the princess and she's like telling you guys that they haven't told the townspeople because they don't want to worry them that the king um, died or whatever. And she's like, so we're not talking about any of the body stuff, but um, we have bounty hunters coming to help you find your lost missing cargo or whatever. And Lorcan just instantly goes, we're actually looking for our bodies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that part me oh, bad when i laugh so, at my own shit <laughs> there's so many things that i love i fucking love um chadwick love and gladwick D. yes dude D yeah. is my favorite part mm-hmm. dude, it's great. i would love to maybe once we hit like it'd probably have to be later even like a 25 or 50 milestone mm-hmm. but i would love to do what nadpod did where they did a um pick your favorite moment and play it on the podcast. So we'd each pick like two and we'd like play the small clip or whatever. And then talk Mm -hmm. about it. Remember that one, Jim? I don't remember that. Really? Yeah. I think they did it as a, either a mixed bag or a hearth side chat, but they'd play like a, like two minute clip of something that happened like 20 episodes ago. And then they would, that's fun. That is a lot of fun. Yeah. I think probably a lot of work, but I'm willing to do it. That'd be a cool episode. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we'll wrap it up here because we're getting there on time anyways. But yeah, this was a fun one. I am very excited for 
chapter 10, as we said in the main episode. I'm either going to do it as a two-parter or a three-parter. It will A, depend on what you guys do, and B, depend on how much time we have when we record it. Um, but it is going to be a longer one, so everybody prepare for that. If we have to do it in two sessions, we will. But we'll see what happens. Um, I'm very excited for it. It should be very fun if what I think could happen happens. And yeah, um, anybody have anything before we close out? No. Shit. Yep. All right. Well, too early. <laughs> we will see you next time on Behold the Roll. Later. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. See you later, alligator. Later, later. Bye. Shit. Shit. Am I supposed to be aroused? <laughs>